Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 287 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Allison Schmidt. Thanks, Allison. Thank you, Allison. Rule, Allison. Schmidt. (laughs) It just makes me think of New Girl. So good. So good. (laughs) All right. All day. You guys. Is this it? Is this it? Is this the last chapter? Yeah. Ugh. It is. Oh, my Lanta. Today, we will be discussing part one of the final chapter, chapter 30 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, The White Tomb. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to... I didn't change that verb. Did I? <laughs> I don't know. Nah, I think you said whimper last week. Give me a verb, Discord. I didn't snivel. do my job. Oh, snivel. Snivel? No. Uh, mourn, 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 mourn your way through the details. Thank you to Amy Lou and Mary Sue. Um, there's some really super, super exciting weekly profit news that came out just today as of recording. I'm. Can we meet him? <laughs> I can't believe this. Um, I know. I'm I have shocked. met him. Oh, oh God, well, so have I. You're such a you, oh okay. God, both right. of you, both of yeah, you. Yeah, we both have. Yeah. Oh my! But God. I'll totally meet him again. Okay, so we got an announcement that gives us our first little taste of changing up LeakyCon to include more fandoms. They announced today that Sean Aston is going to be joining the guest list at LeakyCon Chicago. Uh, if you don't know who Sean Aston is, he is Samwise, the Hobbit. And then he's also from the Goonies. He's from Rudy. He's in the Stranger Potatoes. Things. He's in Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I completely forgot that connection. So now we're getting like two pretty big fandoms. Huge added fandoms. In, Lord yes. of the Rings and Stranger Things. Yeah. And then Mike Schubert is bringing Percy Jackson into it. He's going to mm-hmm. be doing the newest Olympian. We're still going to have Harry Potter. I'd like to think that we are the people bringing Akatar. I hope so. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, he was at um, he was at Steel City Con in Pittsburgh a couple of years ago. Sean Aston and we went with our friend Chris, and Chris wanted him to sign his Goonies poster that he has, mm-hmm. and that we just kind of. I mean, I didn't pay to meet him. We just kind of like went up with Russ. You were lingering, <laughs> just, like, yeah, along. and talked to him a little bit. He's very he's very nice. Um, there's there's recently been um, a clip of him from some kind of con going around the Internet and he's talking to a young uh, person and he's just good people. You guys, he is like a solid quality egg of a person. And I would love 
I would love to meet him just to say hi. Yeah. Maybe an elbow bump in case, you know, he's worried about germs. I'll elbow bump him. Say like, hey. I love elbow bump. I elbow bump kids all the time because I'm like, not touching your panties. <laughs> I just follow Evie around with uh, those little alcohol wipes by Honest. I'm like, give me your panties. <laughs> give me them panties. <laughs> Um, I think that that's super exciting. And that is a very big name for this con. I feel like so too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like big moves that Leaky's making. Leaky con uh, getting, getting a big name. It's pretty exciting. Go back to Boston. I want to go to Salem again. (laughs) I know. I want to go to Salem again too. It's so beautiful. But Chicago is so, I can't wait to eat food in Chicago. If I'm, being honest okay besides pizza is chicago known for anything else chicago i don't know gonna but be we like, went what? to this amazing <laughs> italian restaurant didn't get pizza there but we should go there the cubs That's... are not food cara <laughs> oh the sausage place yeah oh, what is it called sausage the bears it's like tiny little place it's like polish oh, po- oh yeah 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 Sausage. Hot dogs at Wrigley. Okay. Sorry, guys. We've got French dip Sammy's. You know, I love me some beef. Oh my gosh, Jess. The architectural boat tour, hands down, amazing. I would like to do it again because I haven't done it in so long. That would be so fun. It's when we went, what God, what year was that? We went, we did that the year that Harry Potter the exhibition was in Chicago for the very first time. And we did the architectural like boat tour. It was nine or ten. Oh man, and doing it in July, dude. Or I guess it's August. I keep forgetting. Doing it like in the summer is going to be so nice. I haven't been since like two thousand three, maybe. That's awesome. So I think that the first time we went was like two thousand eight, seven, eight, something like that. Ugh. I love Chicago. I completely just lied. I went with Marty when his cousin became a priest and there was like some huge cathedral that we went to. That was nice. a few years ago. It's been a minute, at least yeah. five years, at least it's five gonna be years. Fun. It's going to be a fun time. I'm, I'm excited. excited. Yeah, I'm excited to squeeze some people that I have not met yeah. in um, physical form. <laughs> yes. Physical, physical form. Be so fun. <laughs> what is wrong, wrong with me? I don't know. <laughs> Um, let's just have a giant meetup, you guys. Please, if you can, if it's feasible for you, if you have the time, if you have the time off, we would love to I'm meet all of you. Can. We would love to. The more the merrier, so you know? Yeah, totally. The more the merrier. Uh, oh. right. Make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, then they could like us too. That'd Maybe. Be cool. That'd be super cool that'd be a good time (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our channel on youtube at swish and flick podcast and follow us on facebook instagram and tiktok at swish flick cast if you'd like to support us on patreon head on over to patreon.com forward slash swish flick cast supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive felix files episodes our discord channel our live recordings trivia games swish swag boxes and more thank you all so much for your support as always, we're accepting Potter stories or just any fun things, questions, or concerns to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Good job. Good job. 
Jake Jeremy Coke. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it can be. What's the Coke I had at your house? That's not really Coke. Summit Cola. Summit Cola. Yeah, I'll take a Summit Cola. Jake Jeremy, a Summit Cola. <laughs> yeah. Literally, little PSA. If you have an Aldi by you and you want cheap Coke. It's good. It tastes Sama legit. Cola. You it should look it up and see if it's like part it. of the Coca-Cola company. I, I tried. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. I can't. I know it has to be. It tastes you do that like stuff all the time. Pretty much the same. I'm not a Coke purist, but I feel like it tastes the same. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's not like where you drink. And no offense to this pop at all, but RC Cola tastes like a fake Pepsi to me. Whoa. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't <laughs> mind it. But like some cola legitimately tasted like Coke. What's the RC stand for? Remote car? Remote control? <laughs> Rad cola? Rad cola? No, it I doesn't. literally don't know. Oh, okay. I would have believed you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even know. All right, well, Google that. Oh, Royal Crown. Mia! Mia, if that is oh. just common knowledge in your brain, please Wait, tell is me. Is it really Royal Crown? <gasps> Replacement cola? <laughs> All these people could be lying to me, but I'm going to take it for what it is. No, it She's really is believe. Royal Crown. Tragically, it is known in my brain. Can you imagine what you can do with the space? <laughs> if I could get rid of 90s country music lyrics, I bet I would be a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I would be a legit genius. <laughs> could take that uh, engineering job that Katie offered me earlier in the chat. <laughs> oh my gosh is it that time it, it is. is that time i don't really have an idea just go classic i'll go church because it's funeral day okay 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 let me get a five take for... me to church oh and it wasn't okay person <laughs> <laughs> when uh taylor Swift was, was gonna sing don't blame me and they're like we're going to church yes <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> are you are you not prepared? Are you not? No, ready? I'm fine. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> I feel like I did this like not too long ago. For the recap. If I did that, my eyes would be watering. Katie brought snacks. <laughs> I brought snacks. It's a reference to communion, but we're fine. <laughs> it's like a Dane Cook thing. Yeah, snacks. Oh my I god, a snack. Okay, recap. Uh, honestly, I don't really know. I was like, are you going to start? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking. I don't know how it's even possible that there's a discussion between the heads of houses of where Dumbledore should be laid to rest other than Hogwarts. But, you know, Harry stands up for him and we know that he does end up being buried there. So Harry pieces out before he has to face Scrimger because who wants to see that dude? And then finds Ron in their dorm, and he has to tell him that the locket is, in fact, a genuine fake. <laughs> and Harry's super sad. Genuine? <laughs> You're like a genuine fake. <laughs> I need to find that picture. 
Yep. Oh, you're done. Yep. That's my turn. <laughs> Wait, Kelsey said Scrudge Mirror can scrudge off right now. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Summary. Guys, I wrote it today. Are you excited? Are you happy for me? I'm happy for me. No exams. Again. We learn who's staying and who's leaving for Dumble's big day, his funeral, and who's putting up a fight. The kiddos are visiting Neville and Bill in the hospital wing, and Ginny accepts that Fleur's marrying Bill. You know, good for you, Ginny. Because it was uh, happening Hermione. with or without your acceptance. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hermione visits the library. Big surprise. And learns about some prince lady. Who's she that? also questions Dumbledore's trust of Snape. And we prepare for Dumbledore's funeral the next day. Weep womp. Why is everything such a weep womp? I need to find this picture that I took in Turkey that said genuine fake watches. <laughs> it just so makes funny. me chuckle every time I think about it. Isn't it on like a it's like a stop sign or like a yield sign? It's or just something. a I don't know. It's just what? It's not. Like why? Just picturing it weird. What? Where did it originate? Is what I'm trying to get out of my mouth. Where somebody opens their like trench coat and they've got like all the fake pieces. I there. don't know, but I love it. Okay, it so vividly you want to buy a sundial? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a lamp? Did she Tupperware? Ah, that's Hercules. That's got to oh, be Hercules. Hercules. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, anyways, I wonder where that originated because logged in my brain from childhood is me walking into a store called Ames. Does anybody have an Ames on their big go car? if anybody actually remembered Ames Ames. okay so and there was a cutout like a large full-size cutout of like a robber looking guy and he had his coat open and there were all these like you know the big old watches back in the 90s and they had a speech bubble and it said need a watch question mark (laughs) and why do i remember that (laughs) like where did that come from Oh my gosh. Genuine fake watches. I love that for them. That's fantastic. Okay. Um, Let's talk about the lack of exams because this is great. Again, (laughs) another year, another year of no exams. I picture in the movie, I think it was Chamber of Secrets when Emma Watson's like, oh no. Oh, in the background. It's got to be Chamber. (laughs) Even though she was petrified, but that's fine. Beside the point. All right. So Harry's quote unquote education leaves something to be desired because exams are canceled again. (laughs) Lessons are suspended, rightfully so. But oh, my Lanta, what are the other kids during these Hogwarts years thinking? Are they annoyed by Harry Potter ruining their years? Or are they excited at the prospect? Maybe we don't have to take finals. <laughs> yes. I think that Harry Potter is the perfect example as to why final exams are worthless. Because oh. Harry Potter saves the wizarding world and he like never had final exams and he becomes head of the order department so like are they needed comprehensive exams (laughs) necessary i think not have you read harry potter 
I'm going to join a school board and I'm going to bring that up one year. Please. <laughs> Those fictional kids had it in the bag. Right? He saved the whole world. Oh, man. Imagine the heroes that we would mold at this school if there were no final exams. Man. Anyway. Life. A lot of stress, you know? Dude, I hated it. Finals? It is stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Finals is stressful. So That's stressful. when I quickly found out in college that you should not um, drink a very sugary espresso drink and then eat an espresso brownie because you will throw up and then stay awake for hours. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So your body rejected it, but the caffeine was absorbed. You know, Starbucks doesn't make the espresso brownies anymore, and I can't understand why. <laughs> I'm sad I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh. They do have chocolate covered espresso beans. Those are great. It's not a brownie, Megan. I know. You know what? Take <laughs> them and bake them in a brownie, Ebony. <gasps> do I look like the type to bake, Catherine? <laughs> would you like me to try teeth? I think that like you an would. <gasps> Pop pastry. <gasps> espresso brownies. All right. Oh my God. Look at that. Tip, I think that you could do like no. an easy bake oven. Oh, it might be Cooking raw in the middle. Bowl. Is everybody fine with raw egg in the middle? Definitely. Yeah. You know, it's more about the flour than the egg anyway, so yeah. it's fine. All right. We're down. <laughs> well, I got through one bullet point before we went yeah. on a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't even get through the whole no? thing. No. <laughs> you got to hear. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So do you, so here, that is a legit question though. Like, do you think that people are irritated by the Harry Potter years if they're like actively living it or are they terrified of it? Are they like, like, what do you, what do you think they're thinking? I mean, it has to be rough. I mean, I probably, oh, here's the thing. If we're purely talking about final exams, I would not be irritated. What I would be irritated about is the fact that like maybe some of my friends or myself were put in the hospital wing during mm -hmm. Chamber of Secrets years uh, or, you know, like prisoner of Azkaban. There was some loud banging going on whenever you're bombarding some cell that you're keeping Sirius Black in in the middle of the night to bust him out. Or, you know, Snape is like screaming in the hallways because Sirius got away. That kind of stuff would annoy me more. Then final exams being canceled, you know? Yeah. That loud banging. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. That would be yeah. disturbing. Sure. <gasps> so <laughs> many students. Tiffany. Yeah. Tiffany. Tiffany. Last time you your laugh was, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a uh, semicolon. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> That's semicola. right. Semicola. Okay. You know what's really great? Twilight is um, <laughs> what? produced by Summit, Summit Productions. Entertainment. Yeah, entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Really great. You make so me I wonder sick. if they also own oh. <laughs> Does Edward like Summit Cola? Yeah, he does. Wait, he can't oh, drink. Oh, he can't drink it. That's right. Charlie probably likes it, though. Charlie would be a Summit Cola man. He would be. Mm -hmm. Charlie. Wiping off that mustache with I was the bubbles. I was going to say that, and I was like, is that weird? And then he did it, and I appreciate it. 
<laughs> My headphones fell off. Oh, man. Um, so many students were picked up by their parents within the next couple of days. Yes. You're Love fine. I just like that you just kept going. Oh. <laughs> I was like, is Tiffany over it's us? Very professional. Professional. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> um, the Patel twins were gone before breakfast. And the following morning after Dumbledore's death. So their parents, I believe at the beginning of the book. Were they, were they little... like wary about sending them this Somebody's year? Somebody's parents were. Seamus's were. For sure. And look how far he. Yeah, he stands around. up. Hmm. Was that five or six or am I getting he returned. confused with the movie? It was five. Because I... of after the tw- the uh, <laughs> the Twi Wizard the Twi Wizard tournament <laughs> the Twilight I love the Twi Wizard this is literally how I talk to James so it's Twi fine Wizard tournament tournament yes Mia after Edward dies yeah you know R. P. Edward didn't know he could die but okay um Zachariah Smith no <laughs> Tip I'm sorry I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> Zachariah Smith was escorted out by his haughty looking father. Uh, do you think he put up a fight? Mm. Uh, Zach Smith kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he did. He's probably like, get me out of here. You know what? If I recall, I believe he pushes younger students out of the way in seven to get to the room of requirement on the way out. Uh, can somebody fact check that for me? Z Smith. Yep, I believe it is him. Um, but Let I'm me not hundred percent sure. Look for um, could be I the Battle of Hogwarts chapter. There are confirmations um, in the, okay, uh, in okay, the Discord that he does. Yeah. it's giving Titanic movie vibes with Ooh. um, what's his face, and he's pretending that that little girl is his kid. Hmm. And mm-hmm. so he gets on the boat and he's mm-hmm. like, I have a child. And, you know, then he gets on the boat. Yeah, he's the worst. Yeah, it says there was much pushing and shoving. Harry saw Zachariah Smith bowling yeah. over first years to get to the front of the queue. Here and there, younger students were in tears while older ones called desperately for friends or siblings. Can we just take a moment for my memory, please? <sighs> You're the best. Thank you. Oh, that's all I needed to hear today. <laughs> Um, so Seamus, however, refused to go. Maybe this is what we're remembering. Um, he had a shouting match with his mother in the entrance hall and they came to an agreement that he could remain for the funeral. And when she tried to book a room in Hogsmeade, everything is packed. So witches and wizards were coming in to attend the Muldor's funeral from like probably all over the world, I would assume. Um, I think he's very famous, obviously, within... Hogwarts realm and British Ministry of Magic, but I think that he is probably famous um, in other countries and with other witches and wizards. And so I there's bet, like, oh, go ahead. I bet you know you can get chocolate frogs probably all over the world, and he's a chocolate frog card, so he's got to be worldwide, worldwide web. What a worldwide, worldwide wizard! wizard. Hey, GTA, Tommy Cola. Oh, Katie definitely did it first. Yeah, I'm but did sorry. she say Coke or Summit Cola? Because it's no longer Coke. I said Summit Cola. Because times are <laughs> tight. Yeah, well, I was. Like... 
I don't have seven dollars to spend on a twelve pack. I will but, spend three ninety eight. Honest truly. to the Lord, nobody does. Well, that's not true. But if you do, kudos to you for on brand Coke. <laughs> right. Oh man. Okay. So there's a lot of excitement among the younger students who were super stoked to see the powder blue carriage that was the size of a house. That's giving Wizard of Oz for me. Pulled by 12 Palomino horses arrived. All the things. Yeah. We saw these uh, fun little friends in Zigoblet of Fire. And now we get to, it's like a great little callback in like the saddest of ways to yeah. uh, reference Bibitons. And if my internet was working properly, I could pull up these websites that I so lovingly linked. Um, um, quickly. Just like to compare to real time life. Mia brought this up in the chat and it also gave me th these vibes as well. The description of what's happening right now at Hogwarts very much reminds me of 9-11 here in real time life. That was like in the U.S., you know, like that. I remember getting picked up that day. Mm -hmm. I remember freaking out, wanting to call my parents to like find out if they were picking me up. Like I understand those feels, you know, it's like panic. You're just kind of like, I just want to be around my family. That's all I care about. I just want to be with family. I don't think I got picked up that day. Um, oh, I mean, my family couldn't afford to like not work. I'm sure they yeah. weren't actually working at work just because of what happened. But um, yeah. and I probably had some kind of sport after because literally all i did oh my god um yeah i don't know how i functioned but i everything literally stops and i don't know covid for the younger generation i know millennials have dealt with a lot of different things is there anything that the younger generation has dealt with that really literally the world stops was it early days of COVID, do you think, is comparable? Because it feels like it's not. I feel like that's its own It was thing. like, <laughs> it's comparable, but also different. You know, it's because it. I think maybe it feels different because of what it turned into. Possible. Whereas, like, we're talking about, like, a single event that yeah. happened, you know? Um, oh, I say I have the newspaper from um, when mm, Bin Laden was Cara, taken yeah, care of. Yeah, Kara just says Bin Laden. Yeah. I have that, that in a Ziploc a bag. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the world didn't stop at that point, though. Like, I feel like I have nothing this within this generation. Um, I guess if you could compare it and you would go back, Pearl Harbor would be something where the world would stop in comparison yeah. to that. Not necessarily just things that happen on U.S. <clears throat> soil. Um, I'm sure that their Kennedy assassination, queen dying. Americans don't really get that so much, but not to say that that's not for our European friends. Um, things like Sandy Hook, Elvis, I would think that's such a large figure. Um, it's eerie. Yeah. When something like that happens, I never want to experience that I... again in my life. <laughs> Please I know. a thousand percent had those feels um, during the insurrection oh, as well. That yes. was the moment. Okay. There's yeah, a comparable that event. A that's a comparable event. 
I remember Princess Diana dying. I remember Um, that that was a big one too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's crazy. I was in third, no, sixth grade when 9-11 happened. So I remember, I remember like everything from that day. It was crazy. Yeah. I don't think I grasped um, what was going on. Even though I watched the second tower. Same. I didn't. You know, I'm a child. But um, that's what this kind of feels like. I don't know how we got on that subject, but uh, talking about like the panic of the parents mm-hmm. and the students and all of mm-hmm. that, it just, you know, yeah. there's a lot of challenge. There's a lot of real time life yeah. comparisons to that. And I think that um, I think it was described in a realistic way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the color blue. Yeah, let's talk <laughs> about the color blue. <laughs> Bad transition, but um, I don't think there's a good one out of that. Um, so blue, powder blue, the color of blue represents both the sky and the sea in association with open spaces, freedom, intuition, imagination, inspiration, and sensitivity. Blue also represents meanings of death, trust, loyalty, sincerity, wisdom, confidence, stability, faith, and intelligence. And I love every single one of those things for Bobotons showing up to this funeral. Um, that's from supercolor.com. You're welcome. I'm sure we've talked i'm positive that we talked about palomino horses um when we covered this in goblet of fire but it's um a genetic color in horses consisting of like a golden coat and a white mane and tail and the degrees of quote whiteness can vary from bright white to a yellow and there's a bunch of gene words that I'm not going to talk about. Gene, not like gene a person. Gene like jeans. Not like jeans you wear, but jeans like body jeans. <laughs> Which gene? Isn't American English so great? <laughs> oh, man. But it's this is a Wikipedia article, and it says, Due to their distinct color, Palominos stand out in a show ring and are much sought after as parade horses. So this just feels right for kind of flashy, fancy things for, for Bobatons. I like it. I like it a lot. Palominos. Quote, oh, no. Yes. Quote. Sorry. That's all. That's all. I was just, I just wanted to say. You just wanted Palomino. to say Palomino? Okay. Yeah. Quote, Harry watched from a window as a gigantic and handsome, olive-skinned, black-haired woman descended the carriage steps and threw herself into the waiting Hagrid's arms. I love that. I wish they would have had some kind of a future together, and I wonder what happened to her. Yeah. Because she was very well hated as much as other people were during the second wizarding war so if anybody's interested you guys should go and listen to our madam maxime felix files this is a pretty good one it is a pretty good one that was a good one that, that was, and tonks surprised me yeah tonks i feel like we hit a good stride with mm-hmm. yeah a lot of a lot of things were unearthed there i liked it um okay so ministry officials were showing up for the funeral as well. <coughs> Why? You're not wanted. Which is very Absolutely. interesting given how many of them had spoken about Dumbledore and how they did not agree with him and the way he operated. Which, I mean, we could say same. <laughs> 
but we're not ministry officials. Um, especially the minister. And I feel like a lot of these things were like, I have to show up to, to, to save face, essentially. Yeah. Um, it's the right thing to do, right? But you don't care. You're, some of them are probably quite pleased that mm-hmm. he's dead. So Harry's doing his best to avoid all these people. He didn't want to be asked um, again about the final excursion and moments of Dumbledore's life. Harry, Ron, and Hermione and Ginny were spending all of their time together. And Harry thinks um, about how like how beautiful the weather is and how it's mocking them, given what's actually going on in their lives. And he also thinks about what life would be like if Dumbledore was still alive. And if he was able to spend this time together with his friends and his girlfriend at the end of the year, it was almost like living a normal person's life. And so Ginny had finished her exams, which is interesting. I thought there were none. Or were they postponed? Maybe they were just postponed. Hmm. It's, uh, Um, hold on. I guess owls you have to take. Oh, true. Sucks to suck, you guys, if you're in that year. Right. Did the seventh year's not... Oh, they would still have to take newts then. Oh, W-L's. Ordinary whistling level examination. That makes me sick. Yeah! Uh, Yeah, so I guess if you have to take, like, an official exam, you're screwed. (laughs) Sorry about the trauma you just went through. Fill out this bubble sheet, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. It says examinations were postponed. Okay. But I don't think Harry and Ron and Hermione took anything. Mm, probably not. They're it's probably not. Like, yeah. You three again. He's too. <laughs> he's feel. He feels too relaxed ish. You know, he's grieving, but he's chilling out on the grounds. It doesn't feel like uh it doesn't feel like exam time for him, at least. I'm sure Hermione insisted on taking hers. <laughs> right. And so pressure of homework was lifted. And hour by hour, Harry felt like he was putting off something that he needed to do for Ginny's safety and protection. Right. Because um, this time with her, like spending this time with her meant absolutely everything to him his best source of comfort Mm. i think that harry like he's a really he's a good egg for being Mm -hmm. able to do this because Mm -hmm. i'm just thinking of like you know lots of other books and stories and stuff like that like um most of the time it's that is definitely not something that is like focused on that. Like I'm going to give this up for her safety. I don't know. Like I'm trying to like figure out how to like word this, but I feel, I feel like a lot of the times this is much more of a struggle for people than it seems to be for Harry. Harry kind of just like put it in his mind. Like this is something I have to do. I have to do this for her safety. It's all about, you know, like if Voldemort finds out that, we're an item he will immediately go for her and he is like so grown up in this aspect it's like yes mia put the words in the correct way for me he's shockingly relationship healthy given his trauma like for for me i would have expected this to be much 
more difficult for him. See, I don't feel that way. And let me tell you why. Because of Sirius. Okay. So fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You know what I mean? Sirius was already used as a weapon against him. Yeah. And obviously to detrimental consequences. Um, And he's not going to let that happen again. That's why this didn't necessarily surprise me. Um, However, for his age and it's, it's like Dumbledore says to him, he's very selfless. He's a selfless person. And for how old he is, mm -hmm. like the development where he's at, Mm -hmm. that is just so mature. Yes. So I agree with, I agree with you that like that, but he is absolutely setting himself up for essentially success. He develops like a one track mind and that is the destruction of Voldemort and everything else has to go by the wayside. I mean, he tries to leave the borough immediately after yeah he tries to leave immediately after uh the battle of the seven potters like immediately yeah and they're like what are you talking about like everybody was flabbergasted and um tries to set out on his own and do all these things on his own because he wants to take out the least amount of people um so this felt very on brand And the strength that Ginny has to go along with it. Yeah. I also think that it is something to be said about Ginny's uh, maturity in this too, because I also think that for somebody her age, because again, she's a year younger than him. So like, Mm -hmm. I think that her urge was probably to fight back against this, but she understood what had to be done. I like she accepted it yeah, gracefully. She without knowing for certain until he's at the borough and he says it out loud. And then he's like, Oh crud. I said that out loud in front of you. You're not supposed to know. Um, she knows what's supposed to happen and she knows what's going to happen. Yeah. She's granted. Not, it, it she's hurts. Smart cookie. Yeah. And honestly, it says something about her that she wants how do I say this? She wants him to be, obviously she wants him to be successful because she wants Voldemort gone, but like she's not going to compromise him in any kind of way. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like she is accepting because she knows if he goes into this with the knowledge that she could get hurt because of him, he won't do well. He probably would, you know, that could be a breaking point for him. He might not be able to compartmentalize that if he were to like actually see it happening. You know what I mean? Like if mm-hmm. he did get a hold of Ginny and something was happening, he probably would give up a lot to well, and get he her. did. He did. Yeah. He saw what was going on with Bellatrix. He saw a killing curse n- narrowly miss Ginny and change <laughs> direction. Yeah. From Voldemort to Ginny to save her. Yeah. She's the last thing that he thinks about before he dies, but doesn't die. <laughs> you know, before he like, semi dies. It's just anything, anything that's going to emotionally hinder him in this. 
she separates herself completely. And honestly, props to the two of them. Y'all are made for each other. Way to go. I love it. We love to see it. Yeah. Young I mean, like, this love. is like when Edward breaks up with Bella to Catherine. 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 And then she sits in a room for a year. Great. Thank you for the comparison. <laughs> Moving on. Was it a year? I don't know how long she sat there. And then the just camera just pans. I like to watch the seasons go by. <laughs> it's not funny because people are sad. But I gotta tell you. Jenny's better than that, Katie. Yeah. She's Louise. She's stealing swords. Mm. Fighting mm. the caros. She's oh, stealing swords obviously. for her man. Yeah. For her she man. She doesn't know how she's gonna get it to him, but she's gonna take it for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just gotta thank my uh, my friend Jess for always backing me up on the Twilight stuff. <laughs> Jess, I love it. I love no, thank it. you. <laughs> no, thank you. <sighs> Where am I? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So remember, Bill? He's still there. He. This says. I believe. Okay, I wrote this in the notes. Oh, my God. My brain is just so beautiful. So they visited the hospital wing and they visited Bill twice a day. Neville had already been discharged by this point. But I think, like, can we give some snaps to Madame Pomfrey and her skills? Because she remained in her care or Bill remained in her care at Hogwarts rather than being taken to St. Mungo's. I think that says a lot about her and her skills. Absolutely. Agree with me. Say it out yeah. loud. People can't see you nodding. Sorry, I'm nodding. Yes, I agree. <laughs> People cannot hear a nod. <laughs> I love um, Poppy. I love Poppy. Oh, man. What work she had to do with Battle of Hogwarts. That feels very much... Mm. Um, I mean, guess it kind of is, but like Civil War vibes where you're just like setting up hospital wherever you can. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Isaiah yeah. asks if we think she came from St. Mungo's. Probably. That would be great. Maybe. Be cool. Yeah. I think she was so. like a uh, caregiver, nurse, wherever she came from. Doctor. Hogwarts is lucky to have her. Yep. Mm hmm. Um, so Bill's scars were. Um, Barky, apparently, <gasps> according to Phil. Excuse me. Trying he's, to work over here. Thank he's you. He's just looking out the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next to the little plant stand, I can see his little head. He's a little stinker. I'm working over here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so Bill's scars were really really bad and i think that we forget this because of the movies mm-hmm. um and he Big resembled time. moody now when i read that again i was like mm-hmm. moody, moody's missing yeah. part of his nose everyone if we remember that i think that it also so. describes that like it just looks like chunks of <laughs> so so gross to think yeah. like just like the description but like chunks of his face are missing mm-hmm Moody. He so like Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean just I want was, I, I don't want us I mean this this sounds kind of weird, but like to get the severity of what is going on and how brutal Fenrir Greyback is, I want us to just remember the things that he does. He literally 
He's feral. Eats people. Yeah, cannibalism. Can we? Yeah, probably should put a little bit of a note there. Um, But like, he. I mean, we push him off as this werewolf type character. Yes, yes, yes. Um, But like, he is actively biting and turning people and. I think he eats them or pieces of them. Maybe not, yeah. you know, in their entirety, but well, like uh, in human form as well. I mean, we see what wasn't it. Wasn't it like just in the last chapter to well, probably two now ago, he was like picking things out of his teeth. Ooh, yes, mm-hmm. that was when they were up on the tower. Yeah. yeah and it was and Bill. Then we said it was Bill. Yeah. So, like, I want us to not forget that because I feel like he's a pushed off character sometimes. He's um, but he literally nasty. mauls people. Yeah. Um, and so Bill's personality, however, is the same. And all that's really different with him other than his physical appearance is liking very rare steaks. And Fleur's quite happy. She says... <laughs> <laughs> so eat is lucky he is marrying me said fleur happily plumping up bill's pillows because the british overcooked their meat i have always said this and i really like this because <laughs> i really like her and i think that she got dumped yeah. all over and goblet of fire and i truly don't remember what i said if i was ever rude to her please don't listen to me i was a fool back then um <laughs> I I truly do enjoy her character and I feel like just because someone is drop dead gorgeous and maybe has some magic vela in them whatever do not judge them just based on their appearance and this could be someone who maybe doesn't tickle your fancy don't be judging people by their appearances mm-hmm. um and Jenny luckily and rightfully so is beginning to accept the fact that Bill's going to be marrying her she would have done this anyway he would have done this anyway we don't care what you think. <laughs> and right. you're going to be sister-in-laws. That's a Gilmore Girls reference. Um, quote, she's not that bad, said Harry. Ugly, though, he added hastily as Ginny raised her eyebrows. <laughs> and she let out a reluctant giggle. And I find that quite funny. That's because cute. she's obviously gorgeous. And everybody knows that. And it's just a little bit of humor slid right on in there. Because... You know, we need some laughs. Yeah. And Ginny, it's, it's a cute moment. It is a cute moment. And Ginny concludes that if her mom can stand it, then so can she. And I said, good for you, hon. It's happening with or without your uh, blessing. Yep. God, my notes were quite long. Well, we ranted a lot. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say they actually really weren't that long. Oh, it's okay. just we uh, had a lot of tangents. So mm-hmm. let's see how long it takes to get through Zegreen. If we could so cut out the Twilight can. references, maybe we could nope. save some time. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's a possibility. Nope. I can't hear those words without hearing that song in my head. But the answer to it being a possibility is probably no. So, um, oh my God. So Ron asks this rather bluntly. He goes, Anyone else we know died? And it kind of makes Hermione wince just because like Ron's becoming desensitized to this, which just sucks because 
he's still a kid. <laughs> I mean, I know that he's 17, but like, that's still so young. And the fact that so much is happening around them right now that like, that's kind of just an everyday question that they're asking each other you can when they that get the profit to real time life. And it, and it kind of seems, I mean, it sounds harsh when he says it, but like, it's, you get numb to things sometimes, which not yeah. is not good. I mean, I'm not saying like, that's a good thing. Yeah. But, um, when it's your everyday norm, I know. Uh, and it's just going to, uh, get worse, honestly. So she says no, folds up the paper, but she does talk about how they are still looking for Snape. Like they still haven't found him. And Harry is just annoyed by this because he's like, well, they're not going to find Snape unless they find Voldemort and they've never been able to find him. So they're not finding Snape. Um, but do we know, like, where is Snape right now? Is he at Malfoy Manor? Probably. So, like, at this moment in time, are, like, where are the Malfoys, quote, hiding Voldemort and Snape? Because really they have, like, I feel as if technically the Ministry could just raid their house at any moment because it hasn't fallen yet. They're not going to raid. Just because it hasn't fallen doesn't mean that people aren't already in positions of power. It's only because Scrimmager is still alive and he's not turned over or imperious. But if, Katie, and you I'm also can't get into Malfoy Manor. Is Gotta have Snape that at Malfoy Manor? Because in, at the start, oh wait, my God, that was the start of six. Never mind. Yeah, he could be at Malfoy Manor. I was gonna say he's oh, at he's his at his house. house. Yeah. He's that walking to Malfoy Manor at the start of seven. Yeah, I just wonder because, like, you know, we t- we see like. In previous books, Arthur's talked about how the ministry has raided Malfoy Manor before. And, like, I know that there are people that are imperious at this point at the ministry. But, like, they still at this moment in time have not um, have not gotten the head of the Auror office, which I think, well, I guess they wouldn't necessarily make that decision yet. I don't know. I guess it just depends. I'm not really entirely sure who would like pull the trigger on that. Like, oh, we're raiding Malfoy Manor. It just seems um, a little ballsy to just be like, yeah, we're going to hide at this, this you, one house when it's not like rem- Fidelius Charmed or anything, you know? Well, we don't know that necessarily. True. Um. W- well, what we what we do know essentially is that there's some kind of protection around it because does the gate talk to them? Yeah, the gate talks to them, and then, and then you have to like show your dark mark, right? Right. So that's one of the protections that's around it. I'm and sure how does Fenrir get in? Well, he talks to the gate. He oh, just okay. evil. And, um, <laughs> yeah, he talks. He talks, um, and that's how he gets in. And he says, and we, we, got, we got Potter. Yeah. yeah okay. um, so I think that um, blackmailing going on, people being imperious, obviously is happening. Um, I don't think that all of that just happened right after this. I think that that was happening since umbridge was an office to be honest maybe if not before um but like slow build absolutely a slow build and like they say later on 
essentially Voldemort is the minister of magic, but he doesn't need to sit in an office to prove this. Um, and he's got all these people, all these little puppet strings working for him. So like nobody's going to investigate Snape because everybody knows who's actually in charge, right? Whether or not Snape actually did it or didn't do it. Right. Um, there's a mass breakout of Azkaban, which is why Lucius gets to go home, um, yeah. which is why other Death Eaters are released after after Order of the Phoenix. And so the only reason why, like, Snape comes back into view is because the ministry has fallen. They are coming. They are coming. Right. right? And so yeah. he gets put into that position of power, but not until, like, near right before school starts so like they have to build this up over the summer yes absolutely and that's when he resurfaces right so like because at that point people are in pockets feel it's safe enough yes for him to just be out in the open yes so yeah (laughs) fun times don't you love it (laughs) yeah um so Ginny then announces that she's going to bed and she kisses Harry goodnight. Mm. Of course, Ron looks away. Oh I God, would too, Ron though, to be honest. <laughs> um, Get over shoelace. <laughs> but once Ginny's gone, Hermione leans in and says that she found something in the library. And Harry immediately like sits up straight and goes, R.A.B.? And Harry's thoughts like are just revolving around the Horcruxes. He's reminding himself that he's now on this journey alone, which isn't true. He has Ron and Hermione, but we know he's going to try to protect them. He's going to try. He's going to try to do this alone. We know from the start of seven. Um, So I think at this point, Harry understands like this daunting task that he has ahead. And it's not he used to be like curious and excited and like get this like we're solving a mystery type feeling every time he would think about the Horcruxes. But like now it just kind of feels like this insurmountable task that's been put on him. Mm -hmm. And I think he's starting to feel the weight of it. He just keeps like repeating this mantra in his head. He's like the locket, the cup, the snake, something of Gryffindor's or Ravenclaw's just like over and over and over. Hey, this is Megan from Swish and Flick. I wanted to tell you all about Book of the Month. I love the curated list of books that is available every month. It makes it so easy to find something for you. Book of the Month focuses on new and upcoming authors. It's really helped me to venture beyond my regular genres. I am so excited at the start of every month to see what Book of the Month has picked. And what's better than getting a cute blue box in the mail with a book in it? I was so excited to see this month The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren was a pick. You guys know how much I love their writing. I've already started it, and it's everything you could expect from a Christina Lauren novel. Book of the Month is offering a great intro offer for the month of May. You get your first book for $5 with the code PETALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, and shipping is always free. Head on over to bookofthemonth.com and use code PETALS. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, so Harry had shown Hermione the note from inside the locket the morning after everything had happened and he was hopeful that she would recognize the letters and like a famous name or something, but she didn't. And she had been looking and she did find two names that had those initials, Rosalind Antigon Bungs and Rupert Axbanger Brooks Stanton. Um, however, connecting either of them to Voldemort that there's no connection. So she's like, it it can't be them. And I tried to look them up and we quite literally know nothing about either of them. It's literally like (laughs) Rosalind Antigon Bungs was an individual whose name Hermione Granger encountered in a Hogwarts library book while researching who RAB might be. Maybe it'll be in the, um, (laughs) whatever that's coming out this fall. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) So it did say, though, for the etymology, Rosalind and Antigon um, are both names of characters in famous plays. Please say it right. What? Etymetiology. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Rosalind? What? Rosalind. <laughs> um, Shakespeare's As You Like It and Sophocles. Is that how you say that? Um, what? Anyway, those are the two like famous plays. Sophocles Theban. 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 Somebody's going to roast you in Discord. I guarantee it. I don't know how to pronounce things. Phonetically spell that. Sophocles. Sophocles. (laughs) What did you say? I don't even know. I knew you were going to get roasted. Did I not call that? (laughs) (laughs) Look at Brie. I said Sophocles. <laughs> That's awesome. What a time. Leave me alone. I'm not. Okay, I let's talk know. about Rupert Axbanger Brooke Stanton. Axbanger. Guess Axe-banger. what the lexicon has to say. He threw axes. Rupert Axbanger Brooke Stanton was an individual whose name Hermione Granger encountered in a Hogwarts library book while researching who R.A.B. might be. Sure. Wow. It's like they copy pasted. They probably did. <sighs> yeah. They, somebody, um, they did say in the Eden, Eden. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Rupert may be an homage to Rupert Grint. Because oh. there's no other, like, there's no other, like, reason for any of those names. They just, they, there's nothing. So. Interesting. Um, so. We quite literally, like I just said, know nothing of who these people are. But what Hermione discovered was about Snivellus. 
<gasps> no, Snape. She says that she was sort of right about the Half-Blood Prince business, and Harry kind of just gets annoyed, and he's like, do you have to rub it in, Hermione? Hmm. No, I got she... through my notes much faster than you did. She well, likes to be. You didn't have people stopping no you every two seconds to talk about <laughs> vampires and stuff. <laughs> hey, vampires are in Harry Potter. Say it <sighs> out loud. Out loud. Mm-mm. Sorry, Katie. Go ahead, Tiffany. Make like a spider monkey. Hop on. Hold tight. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Barney's like, no, no, like I didn't mean it like that. I just meant that I was right that Eileen Prince, whoever that lady is, once owned. Well, she said once owned that book. One of the books that she took out. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah, it was. I, I believe that it was. Right. I think that that's what it was. She had taken the book out. She saw it in a newspaper clip. She did see it. But I don't know. Yeah. And she goes, so I looked up more, obviously, because that's what Hermione does. She found out that Eileen Prince is Snape's mom. And hearing Snape's mom just sounds strange. I don't know why. Just does. (laughs) So reminder that Hermione had found Eileen Prince in an old newsprint clipping from the library, of course. Um, And it was a picture of her and it said Eileen Prince, captain of the Hogwarts Gobstones team. Oh, my God. What is that Hogwarts legacy? What is her name? I don't know, but how funny would it have been? Every two seconds, I'm like, better keep an eye out for blah, 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 gobstones. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't know where they are. (laughs) Marty worked on that for like three days. And he was like, I finally got all those dumb gobstones. (laughs) Yeah, I put it off for forever. Did he actually give them to her? Because I didn't. Um, I think he did. He made somebody cry by keeping something. And I can't remember who. I I made someone cry by keeping something. It was probably the same thing, but I don't want to ruin it for people. Okay. But yeah, I like to keep things or I demand money for whatever I, I did. I always ask for money. Yeah. I don't know if I've gotten to ask for money yet. Oh, it's usually always an option for a side quest. You can be like, mm, actually, that was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I deserve some compensation. Bad. Why do I feel bad? These people are just computer Katie, don't bits. feel bad. You did something for them. You You're should right. be paid for what you did. You're correct. You're correct. Um, this is also when Harry and Ron thought that she was completely bonkers. So from earlier in the book. Harry said, you think she was the half-blood? Oh, come on. And she said, well, why not? Harry, there aren't any real princes in the wizarding world. It's either a nickname, a made-up title somebody's given themselves, or it could be their actual name, couldn't it? No, listen. If, say, her father was a wizard whose surname was Prince and her mother was a muggle, then that would make her a half-blood prince. She's not entirely wrong. She just has some of the people mixed up. It's just interesting. She Okay, so Janine explained that she's thinking that Eileen might have owned the diary or the the book it wasn't that she had like taken out Mm. a book she was saying Mm. this could have been Eileen Prince's book but like who is she anyway you know what I mean right like she's just some rando (laughs) what episode is that from because I would love to listen to that sorcerer stone for sure isn't it one of the first couple it's a long time ago. Yeah, I feel like I it's think from. It was one of the first I couple. almost 
Almost up season one. We don't do that. <laughs> Year one. Year one. Year one. I think Honestly, it's from Sorcerer's Stone. Okay. Wait, did you call her Elaine? Yeah, I did. Something. I know we're not done with the first time around, but like I can't wait. And I know we're going to do stuff in between, but like I can't wait to do this again. I know. And I, I hope everybody is ready to do it again. And I hope everybody is like totally cool with that because <laughs> I can't wait. I feel like we're going to do it. I feel like we talk about the books so much differently than we did at the very beginning. Yeah, I know. Agreed. Is that right? Yeah. Or I think so. do I not just like, do I not remember properly? Well, I like didn't want to contribute to the conversation ever. So. Yeah, oh so my Katie's god, we're gonna have Katie's voice. opinion. I'll be here, man. <laughs> Crazy. But are you gonna see both sides? <laughs> Probably. Okay. <laughs> Most likely. Yeah. Oh man. Um, okay. So Harry and Ron had seen this picture of Eileen. Oh, by the way, I think the episode title is called Elaine Prince. I think so. Oh. I think that might be easier to find it. I'm not. That's like a really vague something in my brain. Could be making it up. So they see this picture, and Ron remembers that they had seen this picture. So now we're fast forward back to present time where we are in the book. And Ron says, "I thought she wasn't much of a looker. Why? And when it was first brought up, it was talked about. It literally said that she was so not wrong. pretty. Why do we need to?" Bring because this the author's up. trying to vilify because her. we think Snape is ugly too, according yeah. to Harry. I because just because villains, you've got are... to hate them, and you've got to find them distasteful. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. Because guess what? There's some quote pretty people who are not okay. Know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Many. Yeah. I, I do more. think it is like a classic writing move, though. Yes, it is. Um, but even like, even like Slughorn, like his weight is always brought up, and he's not like for what? There's a lot of fat phobia in the books. Oh, there's so much there's with so Slughorn. Much. Slughorn, the Dursleys, um, Millicent Bolstrode. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Umbridge. So, yeah. Madame Maxime, thousand percent. Yep. I'm just gonna say for the millionth time, I don't like that. All right. Um where was I? Who says this? Oh, so Hermione says, I was going through the rest of the old prophets, and there was a tiny announcement that Eileen Prince was marrying a man named Tobias Snape. And then later an announcement saying that she'd given birth to a, and Harry spits out murderer. Someone's I just really sour. wish that his name was Tobias Funke. And Ooh. you would understand that joke if you would watch Arrested Development. I'm sorry. You should be. Actually, you should <laughs> apologize more. <laughs> uh, two words. Never nude. Move on. Okay. All right. Please watch at least season one. I want to. I just, you know, life. Season one is quality. Season two is also quality. The rest can be forgotten. There are dozens of us. (laughs) Tiffany, I don't know what you're saying. Just move on. (laughs) It's okay. 
I do a ton of Twilight <laughs> references. You can do a bunch of whatever references you want. <laughs> um, so Hermione's like, well, yeah, you know, murderer. But then she's like, but I was also sort of right. Like, Snape must have been proud of being, quote, half a prince. And Tobias Snape was a muggle. This is my little note to myself. I was trying to do some extra research and I just searched Tobias Snape. And uh, this showed up. I'm going to put it in Discord. I don't know why. It is a picture of a very dapper and dressed up Snape and a dapper and dressed up Luscious. And they're embracing. I don't know what that has to do with Snape's dad. But what? that's what I saw. And I, I had to see it. So now you all have to see it. You're welcome. Join uh, Patreon to get content like this in Discord. <laughs> I kind of I kind of hate that. It was like the first thing that popped up and I was like, why? <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, so Harry says, well, that fits. Snape would play up his pure blood side so he could get in with Lucius Malfoy and the other Death Eaters. Quote. He's just like Voldemort, pure blood mother, muggle father, ashamed of his parentage, trying to make himself feared using the dark arts. Gave himself an impressive new name, Lord Voldemort, the Half-Blood Prince. How could Dumbledore have missed? And I wonder if, like, any of this was partially true as he was growing up. Probably. Because we've talked about this before. Snape did not come from a good home. He and he comes, hung out with the wrong people. Right. But these wrong people also probably showed him some sort of camaraderie, which he never got anywhere yep. except perhaps with Lily. And he's in Slytherin house. So he's around them all the time. Not saying he's in Slytherin. I'm saying he was in Slytherin where these other people were also in Slytherin who gave him the attention that he never got. Like it makes sense. Did he turn away from that? Yes. And props to him for that. I'll give him credit where it's due. But he had to keep up that persona anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Harry's all wondering how Dumbledore possibly could have missed these very obvious connections, although they're not very obvious connections, between Snape and Voldemort, right? And, like, how <laughs> Snape obviously would be on his side. Spoiler, he's not. So Harry kind of breaks <laughs> off mid-thought. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um... But he literally can't stop himself from just dwelling on what he describes as Dumbledore's inexcusable trust in Snape. He's angry. Yes. But then he's thinking, as Hermione had just reminded him, Harry had done the same thing. Because even though the spells in that potion book were getting increasingly nasty, he refused to believe that the Half-Blood Prince was bad. He always defended them honestly and he thinks and this person helped me so much and then he thinks helped him it was almost an unendurable thought now i mean for the entirety of that year it's got to give you a whiplash a little bit yeah but also like if you think to how fast he has to change his mind at the end of deathly hollows too Oh and then God. to like yeah to like take all of that in and then turn around and like tell Voldemort about it before he kills him 
pretty BA. Best hero monologue ever. Right. Like, I know we always make fun of, like, Voldemort for monologuing, but when it's Harry, That's right. cool. That's cool. I think it's very um, satisfying as a reader that Voldemort finds out everything and that he mm-hmm. was wrong about so many things before he meets his demise. I think it's mm-hmm. just like a, it's just like a fuzzy feel good moment for me within the right? series. <laughs> before you become a chicken wing, let me tell you all the reasons you are going to become a chicken, chicken wing. wing. Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna, chicken and macaroni. I'm not sure what that is, but <laughs> chicken wing, chicken wing, no nose and gross feeties. <laughs> I like how you tried. Oh my God. So when we were listening, no, we were listening to. <laughs> oh, stop. We were listening to the last chapter of Deathly Hallows together as we were putting on, putting together the Switch swag boxes. And it describes Voldemort's nostrils as flaring. And I literally screamed in this apartment. What? He has no nose. I was like, well, I guess it was his slit. His slit. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Nose flaps, says Marguerite. <laughs> Lord, my eyes are all blurry. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Oh, so Ron. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny. He says he doesn't get why Snape never turned Harry in for using his book because he must have known and Harry said oh he knew he knew that time I used Sectumsempra and he may have even known before then because Slughorn was going on and on and on about how good I was at potions and Hermione takes a guess and thinks Snape didn't do it because he didn't want to associate himself with that book she says I don't think Dumbledore would have liked it very much if he'd known and even if Snape pretended it hadn't been his, Slughorn would have recognized his writing at once. Anyway, the book was left in Snape's old classroom, and I'll bet Dumbledore knew his mother was called Prince. Um, so then Harry goes on to say he should have shown the book to Dumbledore. Of course, again, this is survival skill. Like, I should have done this. I could have done this. Would things have been different if blah, blah, blah. But they wouldn't have. No. Um, all that time, Dumbledore was showing him how Voldemort was evil when he was at school. And Harry says, and I had proof that Snape was too. I mean, Snape was no um, <laughs> prince during school. But, you know, he, he was on the right side. So then Hermione quietly says evil is a strong word. And Harry is like, you were the one telling me that this book was dangerous. And then Hermione's like, whoa, chill out. I'm just trying to tell you you're putting too much blame on yourself. And she even admits she thought the prince had like a pretty crude sense of humor. But even she didn't think that he would be a potential killer. But I question that because like Sectumsempra? Sectumsempra. Was Sectum Sempra's purpose for you to, to bleed kill? out? <laughs> I or think was so. It like gashes all over your yeah. body. 
I mean, they're. I don't know. That is a slow and painful way to die. Just kind of how Snape dies in a way. Mm. Um, absolutely. Mm. He bleeds out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, the tangled webs we weave. Ooh, that's been a while. Not if you watch the Murdaugh trial. I know. <laughs> um, so then Ron says, none of us could have guessed Snape would, you know. So it's still pretty fresh. None of them can say really it. say it <laughs> out loud. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, my Twilight virus is spreading. Um, so silence me. falls between them and Harry's sure they're all thinking the same thing. They're all probably thinking, you know, about Dumbledore's funeral the next morning. And Harry's thinking he's never been to a funeral before because there had never there had not been a body to bury when Sirius had died. And I'm just saying that does not mean you can't have a funeral or a memorial service. And I wonder if Harry ever does sometime down the road. It might not occur to him that he can do that because he just doesn't have the life experience. But. I wonder if he ever does or does for everyone, you know, we know here's some cursed child spoilers. Skip ahead like 30 seconds. If you don't want to hear them, tell them to me. We know that he goes and visits Cedric's grave often. Mm-hmm. So maybe he does do something like this. I don't know. If he taught at Hogwarts, like I think he should have, he should have. Mm-hmm. He can visit it all the time. I do um, think, though, that mm. he I think that he um, is like active at Hogwarts, though, like with Albus and James going there and whatnot. I feel like he probably he probably gets there. Um, to touch on Sirius's death with nobody being there. Um, I feel like that was a sign of his age and the times. Because he wasn't necessarily the one in charge. And then we see with Mad-Eye Moody and with Dobby, he creates burial sites for the two of those. Granted, Moody's is just his eye. But then we know that he buries Dobby with hard work, the muggle way. Um, So I feel like he's in charge in those moments. So I feel like if he were to have a say... Maybe he would have done something for Sirius. There could have been something, some sort of marker. And I would hope that maybe, I mean, not saying that personally, I don't visit grave sites. Um, It's not something that for, for me, those people live in my heart and their resting places in my heart rather than something that's on the ground. And obviously that's like a personal preference, but I feel like maybe he didn't feel like it was necessary or it's obviously something that maybe we just didn't get to see because we do see that it's somewhat important to him for people to have a a quote unquote like final resting place. Yeah. Yeah. Yippity yep. Yippity yep. Um, so I think this is really natural how Harry's feeling. He doesn't know what to expect. Um, he's worried about 
what he's going to see there, how he's going to feel. Would Dumbledore's death be more real to him once this funeral was over? And some more of his grief described. Um, Though he had moments when the horrible fact of it threatened to overwhelm him, there were blank stretches of numbness where, despite the fact that nobody was talking about anything else in the whole castle, he still found it difficult to believe that Dumbledore had really gone. Admittedly, he had not, as he had with Sirius, looked desperately for some kind of loophole, some way that Dumbledore would come back. Hmm. It's, It's sad. It's like he, like, deep down he knows the finality of it, but it's still, like, I mean, it's just it doesn't so, sink in. It, it travels with him all through Deathly Hallows. It's, the, it's in the, the chapter two with the mirror fragment. It's in Malfoy Manor with the mirror fragment. They talk about it. Ron talks about it. He thinks that Dumbledore sent the sword. It could have been the doe. Um, Harry has to correct him that Dumbledore's Patronus is a phoenix. Like Dumbledore still being among the living is something that carries on throughout. Yeah. They always want that hope. I think it's just, it's such a blow that like, Absolutely. if there is any inkling of hope that he isn't gone, like they're going to grasp onto it. And you know what I love though? The things that he leaves behind Dumbledore that very much keeps him, um, for lack of a better word, like within the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even though Harry brings about the downfall of Voldemort, Dumbledore is still, like, right beside him and making that also happen. And he's very Mm -hmm. much a part of that last final... Harry Potter monologue conversation with Voldemort, and I just love it because it's, it's just like... Voldemort tried so hard to be better than Voldemort for since he met him. I feel like he tried to be more powerful, live longer, um, do more magic, do magic that he never even dreamed of. Um, and Dumbledore still just absolutely crushes him. Yep. Yep. And I love it. uh, Satisfying. (laughs) And I think it's just so beautiful. (laughs) Um, and then lastly, to end our first part of the final chapter, it's the final chapter. It's only part one. And you know what? If you would watch the rest of development, that's also that song is a large part of the series. But thank Mm. you. Mm. Yes, ma'am. I will do that. You should go watch Daisy Jones and the Six. That's really good. It is great. Is that a movie? It's a TV show on Amazon. Oh. Based yeah. off of a great book. Until Rush So we find out Harry's been carrying the fake Horcrux. Hork- I was going to say Horcrux. <laughs> like Tom Shoes. Uh, he's been carrying the fake Horcrux around with him everywhere. Not as a talisman, but as a reminder of what it had cost and what remains still to do. Which goes along with what Meg read in the chapter where, like, there is no more young, innocent... I mean, Harry hasn't had a young and innocent life in a long time. However, there's no more, like, thrill of the adventure or the curiosity or the mystery 
it's yeah. this is real life one cannot live while the other survives like this is now what we have to do and now according to harry i'm alone in it and it's my job to carry it out which in the end yes it is just harry but you need help to get there takes a village yep. in the end honestly but in the end it really does matter all right <clears throat> lightning bolt questions first Jeez. one oh what is phil's demanding foods <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, we'll give you some in a Same second. Same, okay? Phil. Same. Yeah. <laughs> dinner time. Sam says, if Dumbledore had to pick a style of funeral, would it be more anti-hero by Taylor Swift or My Chemical Romance style, which I believe that they actually have a couple of options in terms of funerals in their music videos. There's Helena, there's the Black Parade, and I think that there, I think that there's one in I'm Not Okay. Unless that's just Helena that I'm thinking Aren't of. Aren't they in high school and I'm not okay? Yeah, they are. Basic crayon. That's right. So it's Helena is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Sure. You have crayons in high school. I actually... Hmm. I think it'd be more like Me by Taylor Swift. Me? There's no funeral in that. No, but that would be the vibe. Oh, okay. I was going to say anti-hero because I could see a lot of people arguing about oh, Dumbledore's death. I understand the question now. Uh-huh. Yeah, that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're both saying anti-hero. Oh. Not because we like Taylor Swift more than Mike Hem, just because we truly feel the vibes are more Dumble. Um. Well, he's got all the plans, according to that part of the music video. Like Bree said, the quote is, she's laughing up up at us from hell. Dumbledore's totally laughing at Voldemort because... From Platform 9 and down. 3 quarters. Right, King's Cross. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's, that's Harry's afterlife, though. True. He just pops in for oh a quick hello. <laughs> Scrooge Mirror thinks he's in the wind. Is this <laughs> your purgatory? <laughs> <laughs> Can you bounce from purgatories? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Kendra um. asks, this is one, a fun one that all of us can do. Pick a song mm -hmm. that Dumbledore wants playing at his funeral. White Wedding. <laughs> <laughs> White Tomb. <laughs> what is that song? I've never heard it. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. The last what day is, for a, for a white, white wedding. wedding. Oh. Okay, okay. Yeah. Got um, it. You got it. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm like that too, where I'm like, I don't know. Oh, what you're you, about. you guys pick a song. Pick a song. Pick a song. Hmm. Ooh. You're talking All I listen to anymore is Taylor Swift. So you know it's going to be a Taylor Swift song. We talked a lot about Reba tonight. We talked a lot about Reba tonight. Um, Maybe it's a Reba I'm song. I'm going to go. Soul man. Mm. Katie, you go. Thank you. Soul man. All too well, 10 minute version. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Why would it be all too well? I don't know. Because Grindelwald made him feel like a crumpled up piece of paper lying on the sidewalk. Do you ever feel like a plastic <laughs> yeah, bag? <laughs> <sighs> Oh my god, it's too much pressure. It's too many songs in the world. Katie, pick a freaking song. Pick a I, good Charlotte song. I got a good one. 
Okay. Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. Oh my God. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Or Bohemian Rhapsody. I just feel like a little Freddie Mercury in our lives make everything a whole lot better. I, I feel agree. like Harry would sing Is the this truth. The real life? Okay. I like Is that. Is this mm-hmm. just fantasy? <laughs> the truth. Harry does want the truth. Mm-hmm. He does. Let's see. Oh my God, karma! <laughs> Look what you karma made me do. Life. Look what you made me do. <laughs> um, Cassie asks, "Would you want to return to Hogwarts the following year as a student? No, as a parent, would you let your child go?" <laughs> Here's the thing. I think a lot of people did not want to return, but they made it mandatory. Otherwise, they came and snatched you. Yeah, like, would you get in trouble with the ministry? Like, was it actually safer to go because then you wouldn't be seen as, like... Yeah, technically. Yeah. You you weren't viewed as a threat if you didn't show up. Or if you did show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that regards, I would say yes, but... My initial reaction, if I knew all the stuff that was going down, which I feel like a lot of it was pretty late in the game, I'd be like... I'd be like, can we flee the country? Yeah, for real. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Um, let's see. We're going to do two more because we've gotten a little unhinged today and it's gone on a, a little. little bit long. Um, <laughs> Sam asks, what would be the off-brand Coke... What would the off-brand Coke be? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> what would be the off-brand Coke called for butterbeer in the Wizarding World? What's the off-brand name for butterbeer? I saw someone in the chat said buttery drink, and I thought that was really funny. But I want to come up with one of my own. Margarine. <laughs> <laughs> Margar- margarine wheat drink. Mar- <laughs> I can't believe it's caramel margarine. What's, what's another word for a beverage, but not Kara's Mar- margarine Mar- ale? Mar- margarine ale, yes! Ale. <laughs> that's what I was just going to say. Margarine ale. Oh my god. Oily pop. Uh, Ew. Butter beer. Okay. We could call it like a lard lager. Shut your face. It's <laughs> <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's do one more. Um, oh, oh my god, <laughs> this is fun. But I don't know if this will make the original episode talking about how we're gonna dress for Katie Day. But how Mike asks, how do you have to dress on Tiffany Day or Meg Day? Well, the mine's real freaking easy. Yeah. Okay, Meg Day is you wear like a really cute styled pair of jeans because she always has like these printed <laughs> jeans and a spirit jersey. Yeah. And you have yes. to wear um Burks. <laughs> Which yeah. is very lesbian of you. It is. It is. Yeah. I got complimented. I got complimented on my sandals at the doctor the other day. I was like yeah, I have. I was like, it's raining out, and sh- my wife yelled at me, and I was like, that's why. I don't know. Or, or you have to wear those sandals from Target with like the two straps and the buckles. Yeah, that's what yeah, they are. That's actually. that's what I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I have all the colors in the wind. 
<laughs> Did you get that? I got oh. that, Pocahontas. Thank you. I mean, I kind of feel like, I mean, you'd be a little different, but like definitely probably like a Disney top. Yeah, of some mm-hmm. sort. A, a Disney crew neck and leggings. Leggings. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you have to, I feel like you are always wearing socks. And I'm never wearing socks. I am never wearing socks. You're not? <laughs> no. Really? Really. I mean, if I'm at somebody else's house, maybe, and if the weather's cold, it is March. I hate wearing <laughs> socks. I hate so, them. Yeah. I'll wear socks if I'm in somebody else's home. And our hair has to be down. Absolutely. Like nine times out of ten. Yes. Unless I'm with James. Yeah, Katie, how are you going to do that? My hair is always down. Always down. You got to got to get up to get down. Um, Yeah. Leggings are a must or sweatpants. Yeah. Um, Definitely a crew. And we definitely. Kate Spade bag. Kate's. Kate Spade bag. <laughs> gotta have a Kate Spade bag. I and sound tennis real, shoes. I sound real bougie. They gotta be Nikes because those yeah. are the ones that fit me right. Although I do have a pair of Adidas. They're not the most comfortable, but they're pretty cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah. We're gonna I like, do this. Let's do days for each of us. <laughs> I can't That's be so Megan because I don't have jeans that fit me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I also wear leggings a lot. So okay. or I wear okay. joggers. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to you go buy new pants, but I don't want to. So. You can totally add socks to my list of undesirables because I freaking hate them. I don't like them either, but sometimes I like a good cush. You guys have to wear socks on Katie Day. Yeah, that's you fine. Do. I bought I bought new athletic socks, so I'll wear socks for you. I'm gonna wear this recap hat backwards and just yeah. it's gonna yes. go it's gonna go to my head. I'm gonna be outrageous. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I have Bumba socks, but I hate to tell you that I bought the smallest size for an adult um, female, and they are still too big for my feet. Are they really? I feel that. Yes. I got Bomba's compression socks, and they're quite nice. Yeah, those are But nice. they're I thought not you hated socks, Megan. Well, whenever I'm, like, on a plane or, like, doing a car mm-hmm. ride, I have to wear compression socks. I am small. I feel like people are shocked when they meet me, like, in person that how, like, small I'm not going to lie, guys. I forgot how small she was. <laughs> I'm quite <laughs> tiny. Because I always feel like I'm pretty short. And then, like, I gave Tiff a hug and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot how tiny you are. I am at perfect <laughs> cushioned hug height, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't hate it. <laughs> All right. Let's do this fan story. Sure. Okay. Fan story. Uh, Mia, you are tall. Okay. This comes from Ashley and it's from May of 2020. Oh, the times. The times. Hi, guys. My Potter story begins with a third grade scholastic book book fair seriously the best and i'd Mm -hmm. like an adult version i Mm -hmm. think places are actually doing that have you seen any of that no an adult's classic book fair i want that yeah my schoolmate audrey has read had read sorcerer's stone and suggested it i was hooked i stayed steady until the third book and dropped off for several years the need to quote fit in in middle school and high school is real y'all but i picked back up in college thank goodness i did it has become a yearly reread, never missed, and I've passed Potter on to past 
the Potter love to my children. Sorry. My oldest now has her own paperback set and is reading them for quizzes at school. And I read the illustrated version to my youngest nightly. The only family member not on board is my husband who had the audacity to call the first book boring, what? but but he indulges my Potter mania. Well, that's the good. whole book, the whole stinking book, right? Even I mean, Voldemort like, being in the back of someone's face, right? Head, whatever. It's all the same. We'll let you go with one chance, husband. (laughs) (laughs) Husband. (laughs) I recently stumbled across your podcast after a Potter podcast search. I had tried several others, but the organic flow of your conversation makes it feel like a close, comforting community. Exactly like Mm. the books feel when you read them. That's a high compliment. Thank you very much. My British house is Ravenclaw and my American house is Puckwudgie. My wand is a cypress wood with a dragon heartstring core, 10 and a quarter inches with a hard flexibility. I was given the Robin Patronus, but the description couldn't be further from my personality. Oh, that's unfortunate. I'm sorry. I have mm-hmm. no current Potter tattoos, but I'm working with an artist in Florida for an exciting full leg on. I have a nice. great car named Luna and a black one named Bellatrix. There you go. Thank you for producing a truly bingeable podcast. That is the highest compliment. Oh my gosh. Ashley. Oh. Really, thank you. That was like, it was a short story, but packed with compliments. I I feel, I'm going to leave this recording feeling high and mighty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Thank you, Ashley, for your story. Thank you. Thank you. Love your name. That's my sister's name. Catherine. Yes. Tell me a joke. Okay. I actually went and grabbed one of my joke books. I grabbed. She did. Oh, you did your job. Okay. Thanks. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Okay. What? This is so dumb. (laughs) What looks like Hermione, but hates Ron? Draco after he drank some polyjuice potion. What? I don't know. What? (laughs) Which book is that? Great guffaws for Gryffindor. That would be a Gryffindor joke. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I love you, Gryffindors. No, um, we don't want it. <laughs> I found a cute one. Should I save it? Yeah, save it for I'm your next joking. Mark it. Mark it. All right. If you would like to, this episode was a journey. So um, <laughs> if you're still here, thank you. And if you're still here and you actually want to follow us on social media, thank you again. Myself and Katie are on Instagram and TikTok at the Petrus Family. And Tiffany is on Instagram and TikTok at Tiff Swish underscore flick. Mm-hmm. Um, I have news. Do it. I got a tattoo. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I did. I think I've talked about it on here before, like wanting to get a tattoo on my wrist. I think I probably talked about um, the uh, wand movement for Wingardium Leviosa, which is a Swish and Flick, if you... Um, don't remember really? that. 
but Ooh. I'm saying that for people who might not know. But I did end up um, getting a shop recommendation in the area from a friend, a trusted friend. And I got um, what I've been wanting for a couple of years now. I changed my mind and I got the chapter stars from the pages of the book. And I'm very happy with how they turned out. Like super stoked. So I did that. That is my update. It is beautiful. Happy Thank you for very you. much. I feel like I don't really have a lot going on you, right now. I'm you reading. went with me to get the tattoo. I did. <laughs> um, and I'm also in the middle of reading the book Dial A for Aunties, which is very funny. Um, I'm about halfway through. I'm enjoying it a lot. So I highly recommend. I haven't finished it yet, but I've only heard good things. So more's going on in Katie's life right now than mine, which I guess directly affects me. True. True. <laughs> True. I don't think we've updated like, I mean, we did on Discord, but like to the general masses, yeah. right? Had my MRI. Got the written part of it, a little scary. Uh, went to the doctor to like talk it over. I have a fully torn ACL. Yay. Um, so right now, the guy was really informative, really nice. He was very kind. Immediately put He delivered me... the news very nicely as well. Yeah, so we walked in and like, so I knew he was the same doctor I saw for like my first like consultation thing where we didn't know what was going on. And I saw him and he like recognized me and he like gave me the most sympathetic look. And it me was and like Meg the most sad and pathetic look ever that I've seen from a doctor. And I was just like, oh, no. he knows the, the news he has to deliver. It's not good. Yeah. And we sat in the room. Me and and Meg, also like, like you see that? <laughs> him literally admitting that he basically knew exactly what was wrong with you before the MRI, but couldn't say anything. Mm. <laughs> he was like, yeah, basically he was like. He's like, yeah, your knee was really loose. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, So immediately put me like in contact with um, a surgeon he knows because he said, I recommend you at least go and talk to a surgeon. So I have that set up. I have a, P a PT appointment set up. So it's not great news at all. However, there is things progressing me towards a plan there's a pathway yeah i said to some friends today that the thing happened all i can do now is make it better and all of my wallow energy needs to be fighting energy so that's where i'm at you know like i what are we doing to combat this Catherine? i'm We're working out Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I was like, "What? <laughs> I, what do you expect?" Yeah, Tiffany. And you got me... some PT to do for your for your legs too. Mm -hmm. Tiffany's been sending me videos I really enjoy, so I'm making sure to work out. I I started core work again because I haven't done that in a long time, mm -hmm. and I'm working my legs so they don't get any like too much muscle mass loss because of this. So, and mm -hmm. I told myself today I'm not going to be babying this anymore. No, because I didn't know if I should or not because it was like up in the air. And now it's like, just do the thing. Now that know? the doctor literally was like, yeah, you don't have to get the surgery. It's yeah. like, use your leg. <laughs> I know. Let's but, freaking go, Catherine. Huh? We're, let's freaking go. Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. It still just blows my mind <clears throat> that like you have a complete rupture of the ACL and you do not 
need surgery. It's like, yeah, you do. I <laughs> well, I told Meg. Yeah, you do. Like, I guess so. Like, I guess people can like I do not plan on continuing my soccer adventure, but people that normally play those kinds of sports, you need that specific ligament or tendon or whatever it is to do those pivot motions. So running isn't that kind of motion. So like some people tear this, but are still able to like run. But I have the thought of it's bothering me on a day-to-day basis. If I'm on a run and I have to weave and my leg gives out because right. I didn't get to this taken care of. Or, and then you hurt another ligament. Yes, exactly. Or, and yeah. like every day, like obviously there is something wrong with my knee, but like I can physically feel that something is off with right. it. So like, I don't, I feel like I shouldn't leave it like that. So we'll see what everybody says. Like physical therapist, surgeon, make we have an the appointment best on Friday. Yeah. So, but like, you know, yeah. Scary stuff. I yeah. think as far as you go, um, you're an athletic kind of person, so yeah. you're going to need makes... all your different types of movements, you know? Yeah. And I find it funny, but absolutely not funny that you were playing soccer and your leg said no. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> right? No. I, know. I don't do soccer. <laughs> like an immediate no. Like um, mm, sit down. Yeah. Right now, we, sit down. <laughs> we are running knees. <laughs> we are not soccer knees. We can we can run over 50 miles in a weekend, but we cannot do a pivot in soccer. It could have been like right. nicer and just like, you know, twanged, or it could have been like a partial, but no, my knee no. is just like maybe just a not. warning. Yeah. Like a like a like a rupture. Hey, we don't like this. <sighs> yeah. No, no, we don't just, laugh about it, we'll die. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Janine, my knees are no sports knees. <laughs> me too, Janine. Me too. <laughs> um, Month stuff, man. Yeah. Mm. So send all the good vibes to Katie. Thanks. Good vibes. Please. Good vibes. Good vibes. I looked up. This is something that cannot, at least a full tear, it cannot heal on its own because there's no blood flow to that ligament. Yeah. Just uh, kind of weird, like that. There's a part in your body that can like break like ligaments that. are weird like that. Yeah. It's just strange. Yeah. Yeah. You've um, got this. You have the you. drive and the work ethic. I mean, if you can do dopey, you can do anything. So. Truly. And I'm <laughs> you. I'm gonna say this. Meg, oh, heaven help wait, you. I'm I gonna told you say this in confidence. I asked her the I other told day. I said, <laughs> doesn't this kind of make you want to do it again? <laughs> and she said, Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Once you go dopey, you never go back. Yeah. Uh, I kind of just want to give it a big middle finger, you know. So. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Do it up, girl. Train that that's, bad. That's off. Yeah. Or it's a, not off. It's a long way off, but not because it'll be like tomorrow. So I'm going to lead you down the path that rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that guy. That He's got that sissy stringy music thing. <laughs> <laughs> Once you go dopey, you never say nopey. Oh, Mike yes, <laughs> Mike. Snaps from Mike. Uh, I said, job. I was like, dopey 2025? <laughs> Jeez Louise. So, yeah. Jeez Louise. All right. All right. Congrats <laughs> to Gryffindor. Marguerite got bingo. 
roar baby you guys need those points so that's good oh wow subtle shade we'll take it okay (laughs) (laughs) and let's see where the points are so ravenclaw's still in first with 8102 hufflepuff is in second climbing up there 7707 lots of sevens today that's lucky um the Slytherins are in third with 6,453, and the Gryffindors are in fourth with 5,571. Moving a fraction of an inch. Got it. Thanks. Yup. But you're moving. <laughs> Pay it, you know? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Recruit some Griffs. Gryffindors. <laughs> Become patrons. You know Please how help your you know uh, house join us in Discord. If they get one point for every time Phil barks on a recording because he's a Gryffindor. Oh, please. Can we add that in? Can we add that in? Can we add that in? Uh, It'd be like overnight. Honestly, we had a lot of people. We had a lot of interaction tonight. I'm very proud of Gryffindor tonight in the chat. It was a lot. Way to go, friends. (laughs) Um... Yeah, we don't want to make work work for Mia. <laughs> but we appreciate you, Mia. Thank yeah. you. So much. We appreciate yeah. all of you guys. Truly. Um, what I is think... this episode for? Okay. I think this is for fancy jeans, backwards yes. hats, yes. and Kate Spade purses. I love it. Okay. <laughs> And healthy ACLs. And healthy ACLs, (laughs) you know, the more important things in life. But also backwards hats. (laughs) And backwards hats. And Taylor Swift's whatever that chair dance was. Vigilante. Mm. Shout out to Britney Spears for starting the chair. Or was it other things? I'm sure it was other things. In my mind, it's Britney. Thank you. Okay. And that concludes this week's episode. So thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. two hours of absolute nonsense i'm sure quality things happened in that episode were barriers broken no but <laughs> did we talk about things yeah, sure. well, fine. harry potter go blow it you stinker um then harry pieces out the great <gasps> more. <laughs> we're gonna have a Katie day, we and we're gonna snacks. dress like Katie, and oh we're gonna God. have snacks that Katie likes. Good, because really curious to see how you dress like me. I, I'll just dress like super lesbian. <laughs> <laughs>